Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Perspective as a Motherfucker. I am your host, Aaron Streeter. I got a hell of a uh, show for you guys tonight. Um, I have a guest with me, not only a Jacksonville native, but a hell of a comedian on the rise. Uh, welcome, Mikey B, to the podcast. What up? I'm grinding my dick off. How y'all doing? <laughs> So how you been, brother? Chilling, dude. I've been good. I've been just trying to push through uh, comedy, dude. That's all it is, is just trying to go to more mics, okay. trying to get onto more shows and all that. Yeah. Okay, so how is the comedy scene here? Because, I mean, we met probably almost a year ago. We met, yeah, we met we a met year a- ago <laughs> at a wannabe nightclub. Dude, uh, that, place, that place was... Uh, is it better? No. <laughs> no, the comedy and I got uh, closed down, dude. I mean, when you're playing the three people in a fucking in a nightclub, yeah, dude, the owner's not going to be cool about that. Yeah, I'm like, not surprised. Yeah, and then all the comics are like, oh, no, water for me. I want to want to make sure I'm, like, sharp on stage. It's like, sharp for who? Like, so then he yeah. was losing money. It was like, oh, fuck. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So just kind of doing my thing with comedy and uh, creating Instagram reels and shit, and you know, I don't know, dude. The algorithm's trying to fuck me. <laughs> okay. I mean, the algorithms. You gotta, you gotta play the algorithm. It's, yeah. it's kind of hard to kind of figure that out. The, the one thing I will say about, um, even Instagram or even TikTok. I mean, I like TikTok because it's just, it's, you get a lot of organic growth. Yeah. So it's one of the things where. Reels had it's it kind of mirrors TikTok as far as on the organic side because even I'm looking to build my you know my Instagram following and yeah. stuff like that which sometimes it give me you know hard if you're not pretty yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah no, it's 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 <laughs> mad hard to create a following in general dude because yeah. they they don't know you so like if I do I started doing a character that is it's called is it gay. Okay. And it's literally <laughs> just like stupid premises. Like, is it gay to hug your homie? It's like, is it gay to watch hentai? Like, it's like, <laughs> if it was drawn by a man, yes, it is. Like, just <laughs> stupid shit like that. But like, for my friends, they're all like, oh, Mikey. Cause like, really, like, I'm not gay, but I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. I'll sell you a home that has an open floor plan. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll fuck around on the other side. Uh, but that's the thing is like, to other people who don't know me, they're like, this douchebag and what i'm about to say next is uh not gonna help me in this case is the fact that like so for the algorithm i actually tried something that's kind of fucked up (laughs) i posted a video it got like 150 views in like three hours and i was like just bullshit like just like mad and then like i was like you know what let's try some shit i didn't have my pronouns in my bio at the time oh drop my pronouns in there it got to 4k and i was like no way dude it's real it's real like (laughs) And then I was like, Daddy Trump, you were right. They're censoring us white boys. Like, fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. So, car so, from Jacksonville originally, right? Jersey originally. Actually. Okay, what part? Yeah, uh, East Brunswick. Okay, from Williamstown. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so what brought you out here? Um, I moved down here when I was like eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, like my dad, uh, he, he worked for Chase and oh. then... They just were like, hey, you're going to move to Jacksonville. And he was like, yeah, I guess. And so then I moved here when I was eight. Um, 
stayed here, uh, went to Florida State instead of Auburn because I chased a girl and then broke up with her two months after I got there. So uh, what the fuck was the point of that? It was fine. I mean, I'm glad that I went to Florida State instead of Auburn because Auburn, I would have been sheltered. Like, I was, like, versus, dude, Tallahassee, within the first week, a homeless man tried to, like, molest me. And I was like, oh, oh my okay. God. And then I was like, oh, I'm not sheltered anymore. Like, fucking unpuckered my ass right quick, dude. Wow. Um, it's funny. Uh, I was a military, uh, like a contractor on a uh, Maxwell Air Force Base. Oh, true. And a uh, gunner in Montgomery, Alabama, like, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. in my earlier 20s. So, yeah. um, I was just chasing a job, so I used to do like windshield repair, like at a uh, contract at gas station, oil change garage. Yeah. They got a big chain. They got a big contract with all the military base across the country. Yeah, of course that kind of went down, mm-hmm. but it was a, and that was my first introduction to the South. Uh, I got so you. like I didn't understand like it's like your Alabama or Auburn. It's that mm-hmm. basically it's your Florida or Florida State here. Yeah, which I was like. So, yeah, so we're not went, we're not concerned with like we watch college up north, but it's not. And I didn't understand that where it's like they pick that shit when they're born, and yeah. then it's like yeah, yeah. Because down south too, you got to experience like true bread and butter racism, like like, yeah. like <laughs> the, the full on, not even like the north where you know. I don't even know how the North is with racism, but I know uh, the South is very, uh, Dave Chappelle is a great bit about it, where it's just out in the open, people are shitty, and you're like, oh, fuck, I guess that's how it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where when you experience, like, racism, and you're like, you have people like, all right, was that racist? Mm-hmm. Or am I just tripping? And it's one yeah. of the things where if you have, like, you know, friends and things like that that aren't, you know, where you that don't look like you, it's yeah, they, it's one of those things where they got to see it. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where, like, this is not back in the day. Yeah. You, they show you who you really are. They're, mm-hmm. they're fucking their money up. They're fucking their entire lives up. So, mm-hmm. like, what I, what I don't like about, I would say, like, you know, the sensitivity is... Like, people are just not going to stop being racist by me calling them a piece of shit and say stop being racist. Yeah. I'm just going to find more covert ways to be racist. Mm-hmm. It's it's the yeah. same thing with I I don't understand where people like, you're a racist piece of shit. I'm like, all right, they're just going to circle jerk each other and, yeah. you know, be racist in a circle. That's mm-hmm. not... It is. I mean, at, at this point in my life, I'm, I'm 30. I mean, yeah. I've had, like, actual experiences where, you know... I've had certain situations happen to me where, you know, I don't care if somebody is racist. Just don't impede me. I don't gotcha. be in my way, personally. That's an interesting statement. I, 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 You're like, yeah, say boy, but also hold the door open for me. Like, like you're like yeah. a, like a, that, that's interesting. It's just like, I'm, you know, like these, uh, which I mean, you're 25, so you're like closer to my generation. But mm-hmm. some of these people, man, especially when it's on social media, I'm like, you like, if you think like, like words are violence, I'm sorry, I, I'd rather take words than actual violence. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's not again, like no, yeah, we're you know, 
we're softies, dog. Like, like for uh, sure. Like, for one, by the way, thank you for your service on like the the military side of it because you were you were no, no, a service no, member. No, no, no. Oh, no, dude, no, I was no, like, no, damn, no. you're harder than I will no, ever no. be. Dude. So, no, yeah, I had a couple of chances to go in. I, so, like, yeah. when I was seventeen, I was gonna go in. Like, I graduated oh nine. Okay. So, like. My birthday is September 4th, so I turned 17 into my senior year. Oh, uh, okay, I got you. And yeah. I told my well, my family, I was like, why are you going to go? Because I want to fucking travel. I've been wanting to travel my entire fucking life. Yeah. They're like, no. So I, I put I put those fucking things on hold. I, You know, things happen over the last two years. I go to go in 19. Mm-hmm. I had asthma, but I didn't have it anymore. And if you ever went to MEPS, I went to fucking MEPS and shit and... And there was a couple people from my school that end up going. It's one of the things where it's like, I can't tell you as recruiter not to say you have certain things. But, but please, dude. Yeah. yeah. So I said, well, I had asthma, whatever. This. A couple years later, I'm on a military base for like the next like two years. I'm getting recruited left and right. to like, yeah, you could do this. You could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, all these different things. So. If I would have went in the military at nineteen or whatever else, I probably would have been in. I got I got mm-hmm. people that I know that went in. They did the little two years uh, out of high school. Went in, did got the whole kids shebang, all yeah. that type of things. Yeah, I, I know people that have been divorced 10 years. by twenty two. Yeah. You're just like Damn. that's that's scary. To me. Yeah, but it's one of the things where I'm like, eh, I mm-hmm. don't know. It's I mean, to each his own. Some of them been in there for ten years now, and they're like, "I'm halfway through." Yeah, yikes. I hear so many. I hear so many people. Well, the military wasn't like you know how it was when it came in. So a lot of people they're getting out, mm-hmm. they're fighting the the mass mandates and all this shit. Where it's like, which I've seen people where it's like, you know, how many fucking shots you get. You're the the property of the United States government, and you're gonna fucking fight the COVID vaccine. Get the fuck out! Yeah, of here. yeah, Come you have no like, idea, dude. You know how many fucking shots they're like. I don't know what the fuck is in yeah. it. I had to get it. Yo, you want me to open your beer? Yeah. Let's do it up. Yeah. Hell so, yeah, son. Let's do it. Yeah, so what got you into comedy? Because, I mean, did you do comedy in uh, at, at, at Florida State? Uh, no, I didn't do it at Florida State. No, okay. I, I waited until I actually had a job, and then I was like, oh, shit, this sucks. It's <laughs> like, smart. Yeah. Well, I wanted to be a musician originally, okay. and then uh, I'd sing hella flat, so then I was like, well, all right, that's gone. So okay. then I just figured, like, hey, I have a, I have this homeless joke. I mean, fuck it. Why don't I see where this goes? Okay. And so then I did, like, uh, five minutes in, like, 2019. And then after that, I was just like, okay. You were yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's the world's saddest addiction because even with like heroin or like whoever, like whatever drug you're addicted to, there's like a certain celebration once you're through it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like people yeah. are like, oh my God, they quit heroin. But I guarantee you, if I'm like 30 and I quit comedy, they would just be like, fucking wasted 10 years son like they would have no sympathy about it yeah like they're Um, just like damn you stood up there and got like your dick fed to you like eight times out of the week (laughs) and then then it's like oh what so that but that wasn't your chance to quit instead you stuck you stuck on what why like you know there's a lot of people where i mean uh there's a lot of people that come from 
fucking Podunk or wherever the fuck, and they're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to New York. Yeah, dude, no. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I would love to go to New York. Which but it's, you know, know I've that. seen, yeah, like I've seen the grind and shit like that where, you know, people like, you know, uh, you can go over to Jersey and then make that commute, or you can go yeah. and really live in a fucking cardboard box. Yeah. Uh, for $1,100 a month. Yeah, there's a comfortable bench in the subway that you could use yeah. up and then go in to fuck that. And you have to pay. Apparently, you have to pay to get on mics in New York, which is the wildest shit in the world to me. Because that I'm not I already, like I said, I already get my dick stomped. I don't want to pay to, to get, get my dick stomped, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah, that's... No, fuck that. If you could compare yourself to... Like your style of comedy, mm-hmm. um, are you more of storytelling or are you more of just like punchlines? Like, what's your type of comedy? I guess storytelling and kind of like absurd shit. Okay, like I like the idea of talking about something kind of crazy. Okay. Like one of the bits that I'm still trying to tool and can't figure it out right is just saying, "All right, what's the best solution to world hunger, obesity, and overpopulation?" It's cannibalism. Mm. That's the easiest way to do it, dude. <laughs> That's all you got to do. You just got to, like, you give the fatties, like, three months. And I, I'm included, by the way. My whole thing is, like, there's a metric, 30% BMI. You got to be under that, yeah. which I'm, like, 34 or 35%. And yeah. every three months, you got to drop at least a percent. Yeah. And, like, if you don't care, fuck it. We'll subsidize your flights. You can go to Venice, whatever, enjoy yourself. Uh, but then when you come back, you're on the chopping block, dude. Yeah. You're going to be served to a Japanese businessman. Like, <laughs> like, you're just like, oh, what is your best slice of Persian? That's like, all right, we got to fucking, yeah. you know. So I like that kind of shit. And then I also tell stories about how I accidentally uh, hit on a gay bodybuilder and then he tried to pursue me. So like, wow. yeah, dude, that, that was, yeah. So we accident, how, how does accidentally how did I, I so i was asleep i woke up uh because i i knew the dude through like a job like i was okay. like a bus boy okay and then he was like you go to la fitness i'll go to la fitness let's get you bulked and i was like hell yeah so then it's like 11 a.m he calls me and i was still asleep and i was like oh shit so then i was like hey man i'll meet you there in like 30 minutes he was like all right cool see you soon and then i meant to say see you soon bro but I stuttered and I went, see you soon, boo, uh, bruh. And then I hung up the phone. And then for the next 30 minutes, he kept trying to like drop hints. Like he was like, yeah, I used to work at a gay bar in uh, New York <laughs> for bikers. And in my head, I was like, wow, he's so open about his own straightness that he would like be at a gay bar as a server, wow. not realizing like, no, dude, this guy's trying to raw me. Like, so that, that was weird. It was, okay. uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, dude, he ended that whole thing trying to get me to go on a date with him by going like, "You want, you want to get lunch?" And that's somehow that's when it clicked. That, okay. Where it's like, because you don't go to the gym and then immediately after it's like, "Yo, you want to get a bread bowl?" Like, uh, like you no. know what I mean? I was like, "That's not how this works." So then I clicked, and he was like to Olive Garden, and I was like, "What the fuck? No, I'm good, man." And then he got pissed, and he was like, "Why don't you want to go?" And I was like, "I'm not hungry. I don't know." Like. <laughs> And then a week later, he saw me at the gym, and he was like, by the way, the gift card I was going to use wasn't for Olive Garden, it was for Maggiano, so. And then he walked away like he had taught me. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not a whore. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. Like, wow. Yeah, dude. Wow, that's, wow, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Good guy. 
Good guy. Strong mustache. Strong. Gays oh. can rock a mustache, dude. Oh, oh, oh so one of those like uh, porno mustaches, dude. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It was thick. Like, like if if I was like borderline bi, I would have still done it. Like, you know what I mean? But like, you know, instead I'm just metro. I guess I don't know. Okay. Ripped jeans, but then also Adidas and uh, kind of linty looking shirt. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not close enough to gay to where I could understand fashion. Um, you know. I think the funniest thing is like. This was probably almost ten years ago when that whole metro sexual yeah. phrase was. Where it's just like, no, these were just guys that were just taking care of themselves. Yeah, and they made a whole sexual identity out yes, of that shit. Yeah. It's like, no, I just uh, fuck it. I, I I used to see videos about like girls used to like actually call this. It's like. Yeah, like you, you're you're clean, and you're like, no, I'm just fucking a clean fucking person. You yeah, can deal yeah. with dirty motherfuckers a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's like, oh they, my god, no, some girls in high school would be like, God, you smell so good. Everybody else smells bad, and I was like, I spray one thing of cologne on me, yeah. and like that's enough. Like that's the line for you. And then uh, I realized it. It clicked years later. Well, One of my friends. He was like a sports guy. Like you would do three were, different sports, mother, bulky motherfucker. Yeah, motherfuckers you were using like <laughs> Yeah, I know I exactly what you're talking about. Axe in the air. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so glad. I, I don't think they use axe anymore, but when I was like doing sports or mm-hmm. gym or things like that, which I hated that shit. You you go, you get fucking sweaty. It's not it's not bad if it's the end of the day. But you yeah. got you fucking did, like uh when I was a senior, you either had first period gym or last period gym. Yep. I had first period gym. Yeah. So I'm fucking dirty for the whole fucking day. Yeah. It should have sucked. Yeah, especially if you go all out, dude. Like, then, yeah, ew. Just a mix of sweat and chocolate axe. <laughs> yes. Like, it's just like, yes. damn, dude. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> company sold so much money back then. Yeah. I have one dude. I used to make fun of him. I, I was like, dude, you smell gross. And then he was like, no, dude, sweat and chocolate axe, dude. I'm salt, uh, like I'm salty sweet, uh, and like no. that was like his line. I was like, no. Nah, dude, your balls are disgusting. Like no. you need to wash yourself. Uh, like, nah. So there was a guy that uh, I used to work with when I was on the base, and I don't know, he was, he was a swab motherfucking Detroit older guy, whatever, painted his fucking toenails and shit, uh, fucking. Mess with this girl that had a fucking uh, one of those uh, gastro gastro bypass joint. He ended up meeting. Uh, he ended up getting with this fucking Asian girl, and I'm talking about this is the first time I experienced like South Southern heat. Yeah. When I tell you mm. wearing like fucking like shit like this or fucking pants and sweating your balls off. He had fucking powder on there, right? He tells me this time, he's like, yeah, like, she just wanted to kind of go down. Bitch almost choked. I felt bad. And, and it's one of those things where I just looked at her. She was a badass Asian. I was yeah. just like, why did you... Why would you want gold bond dingleberries? Uh, like, what, like, God, what are you hard. doing, dude? Like, oh, gross. Yeah, dude, she she sucked him and then she sneezed white powder. It, uh, it, it was it, she almost rough. she almost fucking choked. <laughs> you imagine getting cotton mouth and everyone's like, "What are you high?" Is like, no, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. As far as with everything that's been going on, uh, especially comedy wise, is comedy starting to go back to where it was, or do you think it's 
uh, leaning a lot more into the uh, words have feelings type of thing. Oh, uh, that's a better question for somebody who's who has more years on their belt. If, you're, if I'm being honest, because like comedy, how it was like I started right before the pandemic hit. Oh, and so like I I didn't have like a hand on the pulse. Okay. beforehand i just know post covid okay but as far as like sensitivity is concerned really nobody gives a shit until they get home like you know what i mean yeah. like they'll have fun but then they sit on it and they're like but I- what did he mean when he said that and you're just like i don't know dude i panicked and attacked the crowd and then used the stereotype yeah. i don't know what i'm doing just up like, here. first like, of all like you laughed at the shit don't- yeah I don't have buyer's remorse. Yeah, like, exactly. Fuck you. Don't have buyer's remorse and be like, I shouldn't have laughed at that. Yeah. This shit was funny. That's why you laughed at yep. it in the fucking first place. Today, like the messenger and the message have to be palatable. There was, when I was growing up, you didn't have to like me. Yeah. But I got you. if you respected my message, yeah. then that made sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's very annoying where. It's just people are just like people are idiots and they're easily manipulated. Yes. Yeah. And it's just And it's easier when we were inside for like, you know, like a year. And so like everybody We weren't really inside. Yeah, we well, I mean Florida wasn't inside. Florida, Florida we wasn't inside. inside. I, I think the funniest thing was like because uh I was still heavily in the firm. So mm-hmm. like uh, you know, life insurance, you know, company. Yeah. Yeah. And we were going to have this, you know, one of our annual, you know, weekly meetings on St. Patty's Day of that on 2020. They're like, yeah, until further notice, you know, things like that. Because, like, uh, he, uh, the CEO ended up moving to headquarters to Texas just for taxes and different things like mm-hmm. that. And then it went from a week to a month and things like that. And then... Nobody was wearing mat. Nobody was wearing masks. Birdies in oh. different places like that. You know, they went to you know um, curbside just to kind of stay in business. And even you know, I used to do a lot of printing for my other business uh, over at Office Max. And in September of that year, which was six months later, like yeah as of right now we're requiring masks i haven't worn a mask for six months yeah fuck am i wearing a mask yeah, like, for? What, are you, what are we talking about here dude yeah <laughs> so it was crazy mm-hmm. for you with like your life experience and everything that you know you're doing what is our perspective what's one thing you could tell your younger self that would have caused you a lot less pain and drama with what you're doing right now and, you know, where you've, you know, kind of grown and developed, uh, if you could tell your younger self anything that could have caused you that could have caused you less drama and pain, what would that be? I don't know. Uh, don't be a pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if I can actually, actually talk the way – because I feel like I'm heavily a people pleaser. Like in really? yeah oh yeah dude and as a comic like that needs well, to get shredded it's the, like yeah uh, I mean one of my one of my biggest comics that you know I watch is Andrew Schultz where it's mm-hmm. um as far as he's talked about comics as a whole it's like mm-hmm. you're going for the laugh yeah as exactly far as that's to fill that fill that void yeah yes exactly and you should give a fuck in a certain way but don't fucking 
overthink and try and make don't pander uh, yeah exactly like like that's that's the worst thing is just yeah i i'm a people pleaser in trying to get people to laugh now which yeah. is fine to me yeah. but like being a people pleaser in where i'm like compromising what i actually think is right yeah. in the moment to appease all the sides so that way like we avoid like like a weird confrontation yeah that's the shit that I used to do and still kind of do. I'm like strangely political in that for some reason. Okay. Where, whereas like I, uh, I wish that I were, or as a younger person, I could have steered away from that shit. Yeah. And like it would have made me less friends, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, why be friends with those dorks, dude? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Just- I mean, why are you being friends with people that don't even have their own opinions? Yeah. Those are opinions, um, or opinions that, are, that you don't agree with. Exactly. They're just regurgitated. And whether you're on the right or the left, I'm like, I'm I'm not a political person. Mm-hmm. I I don't believe none of you motherfuckers, to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. Where yeah. it's it's I'm a very like do you wanna help or you don't? If you don't wanna help, get the fuck out the way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's like even as far as, like, I was talking with a buddy of mine uh, a while back to where, uh, as far as politics goes, where you have people that have these good intentions, but mm-hmm. a lot of the times they don't have the capital and they get plucked from some podunk town somewhere because they have good intentions. Yeah. And then they start to kind of get on the roll and then slowly but surely, like, slowly but surely, someone gets their claws in them. Yeah. Where it's... You know, oh, well, you need this donation money as a gift. Yeah, you need this. Mm. Where I realized there's a lot of, but at the same time, you have people that have the money, but they run independent. Yep. And it's something to where people are so stupid. I'm sorry to say this. You're stupid if you don't be- if you don't look in the middle. If you just believe, if you just look into red or blue or conservative or liberal or democrat and republican you don't look into the independent mm-hmm. yeah so i've assaulted too many audiences verbally last night i did that shit <laughs> the, the problem is is like when you start bombing like at a mic yeah like, you, you'll 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 turn on the crowd like because you, you want it to be anybody's fucking fault but your own okay. but then like it's literally like I mean, you how- know it's your own fault okay. and then i just like look at a chick and i'm like what are you drinking White wine at a dive bar? What are you fucking dumb? <laughs> Stupid bitch. Yeah. Nice jersey. Fucking trash. Like, and then, like, I'm just like, anybody else? You guys are late? You guys think this is funny? These people haven't gotten hit at shows, which is like why I do comedy. Cause I haven't gotten hit yet. So I'm still like, I say, uh, uh, I say, uh, wha- no, dude. I say whack shit and haven't had a repercussion yet. And like a little part of me, I'm like, it's coming. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh-huh. the one thing. To the one chick about depression, and then I'm gonna get whacked, and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, shit, maybe I should have held back on that one." That's fair. Uh, so That's what? Basically. Okay, so when you're, how do you know when you're bombing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, it is so apparent. I mean, shit, dude, you know when you're bombing because a joke can bomb. That's fine, but like. You know it bombs when there's just no laughter. But, like, when you're, like, talking and, like, trying to get everybody engaged and then you say the one thing, like, like the punchline, and then it's just quiet, yeah, oh. that's – that's you're bombing. 
Okay. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, nice. I'll be like, yeah, you guys know fucking, I might be fratty, uh, but, you know, HPV. And then there's silence, and you're just like, oh, okay, good. I suck. Like, that's, I don't know. How long have you been in comedy for, though? Two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're still young. You're still... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're a baby, so, like, it's not yeah, like you... Kind of, but, I, like, you know, like, when when kids, uh, or kids, I guess, they, they always want to be like, I want to fucking, no. want to be treated like I'm older, but, like, yeah. so that's, like, my own thing with, like, okay. being two and a half years in. I'm like, I want to be as good as, like, if okay. I was, like, five or ten years in. But, okay. Yeah. All right, so, um... What have you learned just as far as, uh, you know, kind of going through the trenches? Because it seems like you, you know, you're mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, you're hitting, you know, you, the ground running. Like, you're not, mm-hmm. uh, have you done any, even when, like, COVID, like, have you done any, like, virtual shows or anything like that? I did three virtual shows, okay. and they all sucked ass. Uh, I heard, so... well, I heard that's, like, especially on Zoom, when, like, Zoom was super, it was just, like... Dude, they were so cancerous. Like, just, like, as, like, because, <laughs> like, you're just talking into a mic, and then it's, like, all right, if you're not the performing comic, please mute, but then when you think it's funny, unmute and laugh, and then some people have, like, a fucking 900 ping. So, like, then, like, you tell a joke... Then, like, you know, right into the middle of your next punchline, all year is like a, <laughs> and then they just like cut out again. Uh, but then it's like one, like one or two people laughing, and then you're just like, "Holy shit! Like this is this is abysmal! Like it's okay, dude. Virtual comedy sucks. Yeah, that's why you turn to skits is because skits like people can enjoy, but if you try and do like live stand up to people virtually. Everybody steps on each other's toes. It's like it's like a it's like a fucking phone call. Like okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're just like, and I just end it. Sorry, you were saying you know you were all right. Go ahead. Like that. It's that awkward. Like you can't see them, mm-hmm. so like they don't even like it'll they'll step on your toes without meaning to. Mm-hmm. It just dude, fuck fuck virtual company. So as of right now, just with um. You know where you're at in comedy, or is your life what you envisioned all those years ago? No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you? Okay, so I mean, dude, I thought I was gonna be a lead singer of some type of band, crushing. Like that's what I thought. You could sing. I mean, fucking like, kind of like. Okay, uh, so like. Like okay, so like rock or yeah, yeah, like Dave Grohl, Nirvana kind of shit. Like oh. I, like I can do grunge screaming kind of, but oh. like that's like shit like that. Like I, I love rock, and so I thought that was gonna be the future. Uh, okay, so like yeah. what, like the like Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, talking about oh, okay. like like stage laughter on like my story about me in Tahiti with like a with like a lady boy or whatever. I don't know, like that was like okay, so like. What happened? Like, why? why did oh, just, I mean, I, well, you know, when, when you're younger, you're trying. Like, yeah. you think that you're actually trying when you're really not. Like, I would be like, cause, I mean, my sophomore year, I was high every day. <laughs> like, I was smoking a shit ton of weed and then eating double quarter pounders uh, with a McChicken stuffed in the middle. Oh, so McGangbang. Yeah, McGangbang. <laughs> so you know yeah. the sandwich. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was. <laughs> I was face fucking myself with the gangbangs, going out to like bars, like smoking a shit ton of weed. But then, like, I would pick up the acoustic guitar at once every two weeks. And I'd be like, 
I'm going to make it one day. No, the fuck you're not. Like, you are inconsistent. So then, you know, I was just trying to figure myself out. And then, I mean, you know, I don't think it'll ever end up the way you envision. But there's also, just because of that, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people, they they believe that, you know, I, I need to have kids and uh, bro, fuck a kids. partner <laughs> and a fucking house by fucking 25. And I'm like, like, I thought about that for a while. So let's going to say you graduate high school at 18, right? Mm-hmm. You go, you, you graduate college on time at 22. That means you're only three years into your fucking career. Mm-hmm. And then that means let's gonna say you had the kid at twenty five. That's not bad, but it's like no, no fuck all that. Like no. I'm fucking thirty. Like I'm like I want to yeah. live life. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and- happiness to me isn't the same thing as it was when I was like a a straight edge high school kid thinking I was gonna raw out the same girl. If in perpetuity, like you know what I mean, like I mean, it's it's happiness is different for everybody else. There are people that I know that are married and they're going to try for kids that are happy with that. Meanwhile, I'm happy with the idea that I could pick up a nose fix in my late twenties and be at dive bars in New York City doing comedy. To me, that's like yeah, fuck it. Yeah. What was the moment for you when you knew that enough was enough and shit needed to change? Oh. Shit. Interesting. Um, the, yeah, you know what's funny is I'm like, Mr. Comedian Man, make a joke. And then I'm like, so I was crying a lot my senior year of college. And I was like, that's not normal. That's literally, that. that's a moment. I uh, God bless the chick that I dated my senior year. Porn starts it. She was a goddess of a woman. Um, <laughs> but like, like she, uh, so I was going through a lot. Sophomore year, so freshman year of college, I was in a shooting. Like, yeah, and not like, like, I wasn't tossing clips to the guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was, I was in the place where that got shot up. Like, right? And I have a bit about that. Um, but fucking, I was in a shooting, fucked me up more than I thought it would have. But like, I was like, I was rolling. I was like, oh, fuck it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm out, whatever, who cares? So then sophomore year to cope, which again, you you never realize you're coping until like way later. It's so like sophomore year, I cope by smoking weed every single day. Like I would smoke weed, play Mario Party, get drunk as shit, go out to the bars and then eat McGangbangs. Okay. And then 50 pounds later, I was like, oh shit, this isn't good. Okay. So then I started working out, but I was doing two a days. Like I would run five miles Damn. and then I would rip it at the gym. So that, that was like... For another year. So for my junior year, I would do all that shit. Then senior year hit, and I had studied abroad, like, the back half of my junior year. So it was like, dude, I, I was playing with house money. It was the cool, and by house money, I mean my dad. <laughs> uh, but so, like, <laughs> so I, so I fucked around. I sweat out al- alcohol. It was disgusting, but it was so fun. And I've met the best people that I've met in college, uh, minus a few exceptions, through that, um, which was awesome. But then I got home, then senior year, I was like, oh, shit, no more study abroad. I don't want to work out anymore because that, that takes effort and fuck that shit. And I'm also going to graduate. And again, music wasn't working out. I didn't realize I was going to do comedy. Like, I didn't know. I only had one joke that I had written that I thought was funny. 
but like I, it never like occurred to me um, to try it. So then I was just kind of going through some shit. And at that same time, this girl, like I started dating her. She was, she was amazing, an amazing girl. I hope she's doing great. But like, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what my emotions were. So then poor woman, I'm like getting drunk every day and then like crying. Like, do you think my dad loves me? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, she was like, uh, but she stuck with it for some reason. Wow. Like, so then she, yeah, dude. But so that all happens through senior year. And at a certain point, cause I was like, this is crazy. I can't be this. Like, am I actually just insane? Cause like I was having like intrusive thoughts, anxious, the whole shit. And then I was going to therapy and then, um, my therapist finally pinpointed it. He was like, all right, I got something to tell you, but he left it on voicemail. So like, it was like a, such a big cliffhanger. He was like, I have something to tell you about what your diagnosis is. Give me a call back. We'll schedule it. And I'll tell you in person. And I was like, tell me now, am I a crazy person? What the fuck? And then he, uh, we, uh, he was like, you have OCD. I was like, oh, what was that? Like, and he, I thought that just means that I clean. Like, I, yeah, I didn't know. And he was like, no, you're like, you obsess over thoughts. And like, if a thought feels wrong or weird, you'll turn it over in your head a billion times, basically asking yourself, do you actually believe that? Do you actually believe that? Do you actually believe that? Like, and so I finally figured that out, uh, through him. And at that moment I was like, okay, shit. Now I have something to attack this needs to change. And so then I started going to a, a therapist in Tallahassee for a cognitive behavioral therapy, which was the shit. But the time that it really changed, a good friend of mine helped me out like a year later was I was smoking CBD, which is the funniest shit in the world. You know how there were like a bunch of people for a while where it's like CBD teas will really help you. Like, no, they fucking won't. Like, like if you're actually like fucked, like, no, they won't. <laughs> Like, so I was drinking like fucking pounds of CBD a day and I was like, why aren't I normal? Like, and then my friend talked to me about actually taking meds and he was like, you know what I mean? Cause like when you hear about medication and you're not taking it, you're like, damn dog, why don't I just kill myself instead? <laughs> like I was like, why would I do that shit? That sounds lame. But then I started taking the, like I talked to him about it, talked to a bunch of people and then I finally started my medication and that shit really helped me. Like, cause when your mind is like so much static, you can't, it's, it's like trying to talk to somebody in the club. Like the music's so loud. You don't, you're barely even thinking about what you guys are saying. But like when you step outside and like, it's like quiet enough, there's still a little bit of a ringing in your ear, but you can actually focus on what you're saying. Yeah. That's what it was for me when I started taking my pills. So that is like the moment where things changed, where, uh, where I actually figured it out or yeah. like, and you know, and so, and then I started doing fucking comedy and now I'm trying to figure that out because okay. comedy is the shit. dude. It's fucking awesome. Okay. But yeah. Well, I'm going to end it here. Uh, that was a hell of an episode, guys. So we're going to see you. I'm going to see you next week. Uh, so where can they and, find you? And ain't perspective a motherfucker. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Fucking. I, th I wanted it to hit the lens. Pick it up. Help. <laughs> um, no, yeah. You guys can catch me on Instagram mainly. Uh, 
uh, Mikey B on the beat. And then I have a TikTok. I basically just post the same shit I post on Instagram. Follow me anyways. I don't know. Maybe that'll give me clout with the Chinese Communist Party once they take over. Uh, thanks for having me on, dog. I appreciate right, you a lot. All right, you as well, brother. Yes, sir. All right, and we're out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>